0: Follow along on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and SoundCloud. Find us at Toddcast Podcast.
1: Thank you for taking some time here to do yeah, no the podcast. What a, what a trip it is to have the chance to to talk with you. I mean, you know, when I think back to my childhood and growing up in in Vancouver, and, you know, Eyes of a Stranger is one of those songs. It's just <laughs> ingrained in my soul. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So Yeah, uh, we did
0: okay. It did pretty well. Yeah, Yeah, it did okay.
1: Yeah. So when you think like, what are some of those songs for you? Like, what are some of those bands that make you feel and think like that?
0: Uh, it's, that's a difficult question because I listen to all kinds of stuff, you know, so, uh, and, uh, and uh, I don't know, you just, as you get older, you just think, my God, I've heard everything, you know. It's, so it's very difficult for me to pick somebody you know, uh, out of the blue, for uh, that inspire me one hundred percent. Because there's a lot of people. There's a lot. There's a lot of different stuff.
1: Sure. And what was the music that was like in your house growing up as a kid?
0: Right. Uh, well, <laughs> it would have been uh, the Beatles, uh, the early Beatles, and and you know English pop, English pop music, which is uh, what I grew up on. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's the main influence for me is the Beatles, the Stones, and and all that stuff. Yeah
1: right and so, um, so so they were like the first band to really you know grab a hold of you then
0: yeah the the, the really first band to grab a hold of me was uh, when I came, to, I came to canada when i was 14 and uh, uh, so, uh a family friend i remember being uh, uh, there was a teenager uh, that we uh, that uh, was a family friend and he took me into a room put some headphones on and played led zeppelin one and that did something in my brain where i went oh this is it this is it
1: uh, yeah.
0: it's, hard to, it's hard to beat Led zeppelin one if you you know if you're if you're going into a rock uh, thing that's that's the one
1: absolutely and of course jimmy page had the idea of like that's the plan is it if for it to be music that will last forever and it has yeah yeah, yeah.
0: classic blues uh, classic blues rock yeah yeah both both uh bob rock and i uh grew up on the same sort of bluesy stuff we right we did a couple of years ago we um, we decided we were going to do a blues cover album and uh, we picked sort of five songs each to to cover mm. um, it's still in the works uh parts of it will be uh, released in the future but uh that was kind of interesting as well we each yeah mm. our favorite it, uh, five uh, blues songs
1: and and it's the uh you know going back to to when you're a, a younger guy, it's those shows in in Britain, and I heard that you had some amazing shows back in the day.
0: That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. I, ne- I never played in England. No, not
1: you playing. No, no, oh.
0: seeing. Oh, seeing! I saw some incredible stuff. Yeah, I worked for a while at Leeds University as, as a groundsman, and um, as in live at Leeds, uh, that um, there was a, a a performance space there that every weekend featured. Uh, Top acts, and uh, I went every weekend and saw in the early '70s and saw everybody from Jeff Beck to uh, to you name it. You know that was fantastic. It was a great uh, learning opportunity. I am a guitar guy. I love guitar players, so uh, that for me was great. I got to see uh, a lot of the great guitar players. What was your first concert that you went to? Oh, my first ever. It may have been. it could have been Chuck Berry in Victoria, maybe. Um, wow, the arena. I remember him playing there. Yeah, and a friend of mine uh, opened for him. And was the, oh, sorry, was the band that played with him because he doesn't come with a band, right? He just sort of shows up, and uh, I wow. think that was probably the first. Yeah. And,
1: and what still stands out from that night?
0: Um, the opening band who got booed off stage. <laughs> <laughs> no, if I remember correctly. I think it was Nick Gilder. Okay, Um, I think it was Nick Gilder,
1: and I switching to Glide. Is that the big song from Nick?
0: uh, uh, Hot child in the city. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm pretty sure he got booed off stage. Yeah. Wow. How
1: How old were you when you started your first serious band? Like, I'm I'm um, doing this for a living.
0: Yeah, well, Bob, Bob and I, uh, Bob Rock and I, we uh, we started in high school. We played. We were in a band in high school, and we mm-hmm. and uh, that slowly turned into the payolas. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, we played around. Uh, we played in high school and that high school dances and that kind of thing and all gigs. We weren't called the payolas, but uh, and then kind of a couple of years later, uh, we hooked up again in Vancouver and uh, and uh, started uh, playing. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, I, I asked. Uh, you know, my 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 friends, my followers and stuff on social media to, you know, if you want to ask Paul Hyde a, a question, here's your chance kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh I can't remember who it was, but somebody had, uh, maybe I can quickly check here. I'll, I'll get the name so I get it right. Um they want to know about the uh the chances of a reunion with you and and uh and Bob to do a, a rock and hide.
0: Uh, yeah, we well, as I said, we are working on some stuff. Yeah, we've got some original songs and some blues covers, and that should come together maybe this year sometime. Does that mean uh, some sorry? shows? Uh, no. no, I can guarantee you there won't be any shows. Uh, okay. I'm not, uh, I'm not up for performing anymore, right? It doesn't doesn't interest me whatsoever. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but I, I, you know, I still love recording and writing songs. Uh, last year, Bob and I, uh, we wrote five songs for a horror movie.
1: Yeah, I was going to uh, bring that up as well. Like, how cool is that? And and how how much different is that than writing a traditional, you know?
0: It was fantastic. It, it was fantastic yeah. because it's uh, it's a horror movie about it. Um, it hasn't been filmed yet, but it's supposed to be this year. It's going to get done. The music's already done. Um, but uh, it's a horror movie about a heavy metal band in the 80s, so that's kind of what the music is like, and I wrote the lyrics, uh, which was kind of cool, because I've never got into the uh, Hounds of Hell that very much before, (laughs) excuse me, and that sort of thing, Um, so yeah, it was all devils, and uh, revenge, and death, and uh, I quite enjoyed doing it, yeah. Yeah. we had to write to title we were given five the, the five song titles and so we wrote to the titles um and that was kind of cool yeah. Yeah. Should be coming great. out this year sometime
1: <laughs> yeah yeah great uh and of course the Apple doesn't you know fall far from the tree um maybe talk about your daughter <laughs> Danny and uh and Lizzie and their song dancing in the sky that went viral
0: uh, yeah, they yeah they put it out about four or five years ago, and uh, it's currently on YouTube, at sixty million I know. Uh, hits, uh, which is uh, yeah that's sort of an indication of how good the song is. Yeah, uh, far better than anything I've ever written. Um, uh, I, I'll say that, but uh, just a great song, and and uh, for people who've lost somebody, it's a, it's a sort of a funereal type uh, thing. Yeah. But, um, Yeah. 60 million. That's, uh, it's pretty
1: impressive. Yeah. And and like, how cool is that, that, you know, you get to see that side of your kids too, right? Like to see them. It's great to, you know, for personal success, that's one thing, but you know, when your kids are succeeding, it's something like, how do you not feel like super emotional about that? Right.
0: Well, it's it's good, yeah. Even though I tried to talk them out of it, like don't do anything but go into music. Uh, I mean, God <laughs> knows they've seen you know they've seen deprivation and stuff on my end, you know. So it was, it was, it was no, there was no indication that this is going to be wonderful payout for you guys. Right. But, uh, you know, my son, my son as well, uh, David, uh, emotions. He's a, a rapper, and he's been uh, making a living at that for uh, most of his life. He's a little bit older than the girls, but they're all musical. Yeah, even. Yeah.
1: No surprise, really, though. I guess, right? You're
0: against me telling them not to. Yep. <laughs> of course, of course. Well,
1: as soon as Dad tells us not to, we'll go the exact opposite That's way. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and, and then texting with uh, with a mutual friend, um, uh, Larry Hennessy last night. Yeah. And he'd mentioned that uh, that you'd pioneered the conversion of the Bell and Howell uh, film projector <laughs> tube amps to, yes. use <laughs> to, to use as guitar amps. So yeah. that sounds cool. So well, tell us about that.
0: Uh, well, I was I was browsing online on eBay at looking for a few years back looking for tube amps, and I saw two. There was a place in Miami was selling two of these um, tube amps that used to be attached to 16 millimeter projectors uh, that the army and navy used in the states, and uh, they were removed from the projectors and they just looked cool to me. They looked like sort of briefcases with a with a speaker stuck in the middle. So I bought two of them to see if I could uh, see what you know, if they'd work. Um, they needed a bit of rewiring and stuff, but uh, fant- they turned out to be fantastic little tube amps. Yeah, so uh, I've, I started selling them to people. I didn't make very much money, but I sort of, everybody I know has got one now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, from from uh, you know, Paul and James to uh, to whoever. Yeah.
1: Right. Right. So it's almost like the brand name MacGyver you could have put on that, you know. You're a...
0: <laughs> Well, no, I couldn't. No, I didn't want to go over the bell and howl. No, that's. Uh... Yeah. It uh, fair to, fair to say,
1: uh, Paul, that you've had, you know, uh, some incredible career highlights over the years, right? Yep. Could, could you pick it down to one?
0: Uh, is, that, is that too hard? Probably, probably was uh, the last time we played at the Commodore. Uh, my mom and dad were there. My dad's passed passed away about three years ago, um, but my mom and dad were there, and uh, it was just something about the night. It was uh, more or less said to Bob, uh, and his his mother was there as well in the audience. And I said this could be the last time that they see us play. Period. So we went out there with a with a vengeance, and that was for me was the best best gig we ever did, actually.
1: Yeah, that's great. And and where does your work? Um you know, in, in terms of like artwork fall within career highlights?
0: Um, well, this is a totally different part of my brain that I'm using now, but uh, sure. I've always enjoyed, uh, uh, you know, cutting stuff out, doing uh, collage. And years ago I used to work with the acrylic uh, plastic as well with the, uh, 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 yeah. Uh, but back then it was super uh you know, it would fill up the house with noxious fumes. Uh, the materials improve considerably now. So um, the resin is, uh, you, you know, you just have to leave the door open. That's basically, you don't have to wear a mask and stuff. So once I found out that the resin was fairly safe now, uh, about three years ago, I started do, uh, doing it again, what I'd done 20 years ago. Um, yeah. And I saw about a couple of shows now and, uh, there's a big one coming up uh, in february yes yeah, so it's uh, it's a great i really enjoy it it's, it keeps me sane it's it's i go downstairs into my uh workroom there and I, it's just uh, i just love doing it you know making stuff
1: yeah that's cool um paulhydeart.com yeah. paulhydeart.com oh. so yeah. where where does that fit in like the whole I, I don't know how to word this question but like you know music does something obviously for you it makes you mm-hmm. feel good and you know it's cool to create things but like is it on the same scale as music or do you know what i mean like it's a tough question i'm not sure how
0: to how to work um uh, yeah it is it is on the same scale for me yeah i oh. i you know um uh, yeah i really enjoyed doing it and it's the same in the in the brain yeah you, you know when you write a song there's a certain point where you think okay that's finished right and it's getting to that point with the art as well That's is kind of the interesting part and um yeah i've had to learn a lot and uh you know make a lot of mistakes uh, right. especially with the, using the acrylic that i use it's uh, tricky stuff but uh i think i've got it down now i can fix up the trick is if i make a mistake i know how to fix it yeah yeah <laughs> i think seen, in life uh, i think in life that's a that's a really good uh thing to know
1: yeah, absolutely sure in general um have you seen that metallica uh documentary some kind of monster
0: you're going with Bob and it yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, with Bob and, and of course yep. the man and then the lawyer and all that. Yep. And uh, when I heard that you were doing this uh this exhibit, which by the way is at the it's called Unique Perspectives Art Exhibit at the landmark pop uptown gallery in White Rock.
0: Yeah, Central Club. For the
1: whole, it's for the whole month of February. Yep. When I heard you were doing that, it kind of reminded me of um, you know, how Lars, the drummer in Metallica, is also, you know, he he was mess around in the art world as well making some some you know paintings and all that kind of thing and it and it it just kind of the the correlation between the two i thought like how interesting that you know music, musicians are getting into that art world is there a is there a, a, a big part of mu- music doing that or is it kind of just like do you well, know many uh, other musicians doing what you're doing
0: no there's a few not not very many though um but lars you know his father was a a painter, and he's—I've been to his house actually. He has an enormous collection of uh, very expensive uh, art, including okay. a couple of Basquiat's, which were on his living room wall when we were there.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. And like, didn't didn't one of those paintings in that movie or the documentary sell for like three million dollars or something? Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 no problem. Yeah, he said there's nothing like, uh, he, he said there's nothing like paying a million for a picture and then, you know, a couple of years later watching itself for five, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's, that's not the life that I lead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just so, making humble, just making humble little pictures.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so w- will you be on hand at, uh, at oh, yeah. the, yeah, so what what yeah. is the, what is the first night uh, that there's, you're showing your,
0: your work? There's two opening nights. It's the second and the third, which is a Thursday and Friday night of okay. February. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we'll all, be there. We'll, we'll all be there for those two opening nights. And right. then the gallery's open, I think it's four days a week for the rest of the month, yeah.
1: Right, right.
0: But there'll, be, there'll certainly be a couple of parties there on uh, the Thursday and Friday night, yeah?
1: Yeah, I would imagine so, for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, Paul, I'd love to to get to some of those fan questions when I was asking, you know, my my friends and stuff if they want to ask you a question uh steve says yeah ask him what it was like to be part of the final spirit of the west
0: show that was a combo wasn't it? yeah it was fantastic because yeah. uh, you know john was a a good friend of mine and uh deeply missed but it was uh, it was fantastic to be there for for his last show yeah yeah i mean they were there, they're just a, a lovely band you know and all i'm close friends with all the guys and just they're just wonderful guys yeah. yeah yeah, and it was a uh, so sad to see John uh, to go that way, you
1: know. I mean, and it's and it's almost uh, you start seeing that more and more as you get older and older. Of course, Jeff Beck just passed.
0: Yeah, no, it sucks. Uh, yeah, it sucks. You see people dropping off uh, all over the place. Yeah, Bob uh, regularly <laughs> texts regularly texts me now with names of people that we know that right. are longer uh, with us. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. It's rough.
1: Uh, Mandy. Uh, wants to know which shows are you binge watching lately?
0: Oh God, uh, I watch far too much, uh, <laughs> far too much binge watching. I'd um, be uh, um, You know, my wife has um, uh, she she reviews uh, TV and movies. I used to do, and and we we get uh, in the mail or through computers, we get all the new movies. So I've seen most of. I've seen most of the movies that are out there now. Yeah, yeah. Um, nothing, st- nothing stands out in particular. I've not right. really seen anything that's blown me away. Okay, completely.
1: Uh, Randall wants to know something, and I was actually I wanted to ask you about this as well. He says, "Was there any backlash or boycotting because of the name Payolas?" Uh,
0: yeah. We- yeah, it didn't go down well um, in the States. It was okay up here because the payola wasn't uh, wasn't as obvious and as blatant as it was in the States. Um, up here, it was just, you know, free free dinners or, or whatever. Okay. Uh, down there, it was hard cash. And, uh, you know, if you want to get in, this is how much you have to pay kind of thing. It did affect us because uh, one of our albums, uh, I think it was Paul Hayden, the payola's album, and... Um, that came out it came out in the states and and one of the high-ranking uh music people there was um the son of um what's his name mr payola from the 50s uh, oh, Alan anyway, Freed. yeah it was alfred's son i believe who worked at a m and uh, all of a sudden the album got shelved and went nowhere that could have had something to do with
1: it and and was that like specifically when you picked the name Paolas? Uh, you, you were you were thinking about that, right? Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's that one... what
0: we yeah that was we thought of that originally. Yeah, that was sure. because it uh, just as a as a as a finger up to the music business. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it yeah, and as it happened, yeah, they did. They killed. They sort of killed the album. It, and I didn't really like the album anyway. It was the one with David Foster, which I thought sucked. Anyhow, um,
1: <laughs> but uh,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, speaking of producers. Um, another mutual friend, uh, Mike Fraser. Yeah. He wrote, ask him about the pat cake song, my funnest time recording with him.
0: That's cool. I'm glad he remembers that, yeah. Uh, Pat-a-cake, cake baker's man. He killed his wife with a frying pan. They locked him up for 10 years in a day. These are the things that children say. It was, a, a, a um, yeah, we, I wanted this to be like a nursery rhyme. And so we recorded, uh uh, Bob Bob Rock wasn't there. He went home or something. So it was just me and Mike. And uh, we started recording kids' toys and stuff like that and then played them backwards. So it sounded a bit like a horror movie kind of crossed with a with a um, nursery rhyme. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm glad he remembers because the song turned out fantastic as well. I love it. But uh, it was it was quite strange. Yeah, we, we just went for it and did all kinds of weird noises. And,
1: yeah. <laughs> nice I, I love it because as soon as i found out i was going to talk to you immediately i was like well i know that he'll know phrase i know that he knows larry like those are yep. the two guys i need to talk to you and like what can i get to kind of get the ball rolling with this guy so yeah so,
0: mike phrase is great guy i love nah,
1: such a such a good guy yeah talented guy uh jeff goes hey can you ask him to accept my friend request it's been pending for years <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> there you go there you go jeff okay uh Larry. I'll see what larry, i can do Again, to Larry, Larry Hennessy. Larry goes, ask him about the first payola show in Vancouver. It was a riot. There's uh, Paul has hundreds of great stories he can tell and thousands that he won't. <laughs> so tell us about the first payola show in Vancouver.
0: Uh, well, the first big one we did, we, we opened for um, ZZ Top at the Coliseum. And we had only played uh, maybe f- five times before that. And we were just like horrible literally uh you know barely knew how to play our instruments um but had the energy and uh yeah so we opened for zz top came on stage and um they started booing after the first song and uh it got louder and louder and we went through about, we got through about five or six songs and, and then the booing over it was so loud that it fed back into the pa <laughs> and uh, there was stuff flying i could see i could see people fighting in the audience uh, there was fights going on. I, there was stuff flying past me. Uh, people were throwing stuff at me. And uh, at one point, uh, we finished the song, and, and I was just dodging stuff. And I turned around, and the entire band had left the stage. And there was a guy in the corner of the stage going, "Come on over this way." And uh, yeah, to unceremoniously walk off stage yeah, after having getting booed off, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a great feeling.
1: And, and, and what's this about being saved by a pair of Dayton boots?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, that's interesting as well. Uh, yeah. I uh, We were playing uh, somewhere in the east and uh, on a stage that was about 12 feet off the ground. And uh, at one point in mid-song, I stepped back from the stage to let Bob do a solo or whatever. Excuse me. And there was nobody there to uh, stop me from going back too far and i went straight back off the stage and the uh, the sole on my doc martens fortunately the stage was made with wood that was crisp and clean and had sharp edges on it and the sole on my doc martin locked onto the edge of the stage and and stopped me from breaking my neck uh, it pulled the sole right off my doc martin but wow. slowed me down enough that when I, somebody ran up and grabbed me before i you know hit the hit the ground on my head and then ran back on stage with a floppy, with a fl- floppy shoe, and played the rest of the set with a with a whole, with a sole uh, flapping around and yeah. yeah. But Doc Martin saved my life, I would think, uh, yeah, because I I would have very easily broken my neck if I'd done that.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: Shelley, what's the worst job you've had? Uh, it was in a bakery. I only lasted a day, but I didn't enjoy it.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's Brent that wanted to know about the Rock and Hyde reunion. Uh, mark goes uh what book are you currently reading
0: I'm reading a history of um west coast art I believe it's called um you get into the um the art of the indigenous art of the west coast
1: okay okay do you get into autobiographies and and if you do
0: can you recommend a couple um no you don't no, I can't think of anything offhand. No, not particularly. No, yeah. I read a read a lot of uh, yeah, I read a lot of art books now and um, that kind of thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. All right, Paul, ask I'll ask you a couple more questions and we'll, we'll wrap yeah. it up. And thank you again for your time. No uh, are you a Are you a big sports fan? Are you following the Canucks and the dismal I season that is?
0: No, I, I don't follow uh, hockey at all. I am a Premier League uh, soccer. Watcher, I was watching it this morning. Every morning, I'm up there if there's a game on. Right, I do watch the soccer. Yeah, okay. from England the Premier did, League. Did you play as a kid? I did play as a kid. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Same. How, how's your uh, how's your golf game? Do you get out much? I know that I know that a lot of musicians are great golfers.
0: It isn't, and that this will bring up another another shitty job that I had was in uh, was at Callwood Golf Course in Victoria, picking up the practice balls off the practice range. Oh yeah. And putting them into a garbage can that was sitting on a couple of wheels and wheeling them around, um, lifting the heady garbage can into the clubhouse. I fractured a disc in my back and had to have surgery and, part, you know, the part of the broken disc removed. That's my um, golf. That's my golf uh, story. <laughs> yep.
1: so, I'm done with golf, I think. Yep, yeah. I'm done with
0: golf. And, yeah. and
1: so, like, you've got that story. You've got the, the Dayton Boots or the, the Doc Martin story. I-, I want you to share a near-death story with us. Like, where holy crap, I could
0: have died just now. Um, I did get, um, years ago, I did uh, try to cross a river that didn't look like it was flowing very strongly. Mm. Uh, and There was a bunch of friends uh, further down the river, and I got swept into the river and uh, almost drowned. That was about the closest I've come to dying, but uh, I got thrown into a into a kind of a whirlpool thing, and I, I couldn't get out, or you know, I couldn't tell which way was up, kind of thing. So how, how did and, you get uh, out? I, I popped out. There's something somehow. My body just popped out into the into the air. I took a breath, and uh, I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't dead. Uh, and I just I saw people throwing throwing uh stuff for me to hang on to from the from the uh, banks of the of the river as I got w- <laughs> washed down the river. Wow. <laughs> I eventually came out into a lake. It, it, it popped out into a lake and I was able to sort of swim to the side. And uh, yeah, but almost almost died there.
1: But, but you're fully clothed, too. It's not like you're in a bathing suit. Right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Paul, what's the, the rest of uh, 2023 looking like for you? Do you think you'll have that rock and hide stuff out? Uh,
0: it, yeah, quite possibly. That'll be finished this year, and, and uh, the horror movie will be coming out sometime. It's going to be called, I believe, Triton. Okay. It's the name of a heavy metal band. Um, yeah, and I'm just going to keep doing my art and, uh, and all that, yeah.
1: Right on. Where is the best place for people to... You know, find you online. Are you active on social media, Facebook, or anything like that? Or Uh,
0: not Facebook? No, I'm on um, Instagram. Okay, what's that? uh, Occasionally. Um, What's your handle there? Just Bob Rock or uh, Bob Rock. Good good question. it's not Bob Rock. It's Uh, not Bob Rock. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What is it? It might be Paul Hyde Art, actually. Okay. Paul Hyde yeah. Art, I think.
1: Yeah. yeah. that would make sense. Well, thanks again for uh, for jumping on the podcast today, Paul. It's been a it's been a real treat. It's been an honor to talk to you. Uh, again, your work is part of the unique perspectives at the uh, art gallery in White Rock, the the landmark Pop Uptown Gallery for the entire month of February, which is very cool. we yeah. will be at yeah. the uh, at, at the openings. Yep. Yeah. Oh, both openings, too. second okay. and third in February. Great. Okay. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate Great, thank you doing you. that, and uh, we'll see you online. All right, cheers.
0: Subscribe on iTunes, YouTube, and Spotify at Todd Cast Podcast.